River Road, you got me running way back home. River Road, you got me running all night long. You got me singing some canal boat song. River Road, River Road, you got me running all night long. Hello, everybody. Happy Friday, and welcome to another episode of Niner Nuts. I'm Dan, here along with James. James, say hello. What's up, guys? It's Friday, and it's time for Jimmy B and Indiana Dan's... We're actually on a Friday this time. <laughs> yes, money line Parlay. And we know we really blew it in week three. In week it, wasn't, three. it wasn't that bad. What, it was five of seven? Or, what, or was it four of seven? I, it was bad. I mean, the Falcons lost. Um, the Jags yeah, that was, lost. that was a bad pick. <laughs> the Jags lost. Um, and I mean, I, we had. I got the Chargers right. I I campaigned for the Chargers, and we got the Chargers yes, right. You got the Chargers right, but we lost the Baltimore game too. Like that's three losses right there. We picked seven. We were yeah. Everybody like, everybody picked Baltimore wrong. No one picked the Colts for that game. No, no, for sure. But we definitely could have looked at the Houston and Jags a little bit more closely because apparently Trevor Lawrence is now one in four against the Houston Texans. So whoopsies. Yeah. <laughs> whoopsies. I, yeah. We're not perfect. My bad. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's hard to hit a parlay, but you know. Hey, this... so now we know that Trevor is bad against the Texans, just like the Colts are bad against the Jags. Yeah. It's just you live and learn. Live and learn. Whoa, um, what was that? <laughs> that was my phone on vibrate getting a uh, an email. So because uh, <laughs> I am watching the game on my phone. Because yes, we are recording on Monday, and we just... it's eleven, and the Eagles are on. And so I'm trying. It's just it's just so funny. Sometimes it would beep, and now it's buzzing, and like, <laughs> yeah, uh, it just makes it just makes me laugh. Oh wait, what's going on here? It's still three oh, three. Don't worry. I think they're moving towards the. I don't know. It might be the Bengals. I don't know if they're moving from the Bengals game, the Bengals game on this channel. But is this the last doubleheader? By the way, I hope so. I hate yeah, this, this crap. These doubleheaders are getting kind of annoying. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> not sidetrack. Uh, Jimmy B, Indiana's Dan, Moneyline Parlay. We got a good one for you. Got real good odds, even though the Niners are probably the heaviest favorite I've ever seen uh, coming into a game of this caliber. You've never uh, seen a team at 900 before? <laughs> minus 950. That's insane. Like, even... Here, I'll go like, ahead and pull them up. Yeah, like... Go. I mean, the Chiefs played the Bears last week, and they were, like, minus 650. And now the Niners Ooh. are minus 950, uh at home at home against uh the cardinals but of course it's disclaimer disclaimer by the way these are DraftKings odds as of uh 7 p.m on monday the 25th subject to change there we go now we're legally yeah. covered and we wanted the pick we wanted to pick the eagles but the eagles are currently playing therefore they cannot be added to a parlay otherwise trust me we would have been picking the eagles uh to win in week four yeah, all odds subject to change, and yeah, just the circumstances of us taping on Monday. But yeah, these are, yeah, let's go ahead and start breaking them down. We got seven games coming at you again. We discussed before taping. I locked it in because I'm a state that can do it. So legally, it's my bet. <laughs> yeah, so we're going to start with one of our upsets uh, for the week. We are going to call the home underdog Chicago Bears 
to beat the lowly Denver Broncos who just got beat down by those Miami Dolphins 70 to 20. We think the Broncos are looking at this game looking like, okay, we can beat, we can at least beat the Bears, right? I mean, the Bears, Justin Fields, their offensive line and their defense look horrible. But one thing I always like is a home underdog. And I think the Bears are going to look at this game and say, this, if we're going to win any game this year, this is the one game that we can win. This team got beat by the Dolphins 70 to 20, and they're coming in as favorites. We don't like that. And I think the Bears, I think that I think the Broncos are worse than the Bears. I do. I do. The Bronco the Bears are coming off their own embarrassing loss too. Uh 41 to 10, I believe it was. They just lost to the Chiefs in Chiefs Kingdom, admittedly. But yes. Yeah, they got all this bad press around them. I think they want to come home and make a stand. They, I've, I'm, I'm, buy, I'm buying this. And actually, give me literally three seconds. I'm going to grab this. I have a little wall that uh, I have a little uh, tribute for my dad. I've just put some little trinkets on there. And I actually just added, um, I added this mini helmet kind of like the mini helmet that uh, I have up there for the Niners. But um, I thought it'd be fun to have a a little mini helmet for Chicago for my dad, just to oh, have while I'm watching games. Uh, literally just came in from Amazon today. But um, Oh, cool. But yeah, it's a little speed helmet. So I'm just going to, I don't know, rub this. I'm not going to kiss it. But um, <laughs> yeah, no, I my dad loved this team. I think, James, he talked me into it because part of me, I'll admit, part of me was thinking... I don't know. Denver's going to be pretty mad, and I think they'll they'll be jazzed up to want to beat up on the uh, beat up on the Bears. But you know what? The Bears have been embarrassed too, and I think Justin's going to take it to heart. And I think I don't know if any of these upsets are going to be an upset. I yeah, I'm going to throw money down on this one too. Yeah. So that's our our first start. The tough that's a tough pick too. Like you can really go either way on that. We in in those cases when it's a really tough pick and it's a home underdog. I like going with the home underdog. So, Sorry, I lost the rubber piece of this earbud, so I'm just going to be single earbudding this. <laughs> now next, we have the Vikings, who have lost all the three of their games by one score or less. Um, so he, I think the Panthers should be a win for the Vikings. The, the Panthers, Bryce Young, I don't even think is starting if I remember correctly, like he didn't No, It's Andy. It's Andy Dalton. So yeah, Bryce young is not, or it's starting. likely we are taping on Monday. It's likely Andy Dalton last I heard. Sorry. Yeah. And so Minnesota Vikings, Kirk cousins versus Andy Dalton. I, you know, Kirk cousins at one o'clock is good. I think, I think we finally see the Vikings get a win here. They are one eighty five favorites. So they are the favorite, not by much, but They've lost all three of their games by one score or less. I think it's time that they win, you know, and I think they actually handle the Panthers quite handily. So, yeah, they're, I mean, yeah, they're on the road, but I mean, the, uh, as much of an underdog as we kind of want to cheer for the Panthers to do better than they have been so far. I like, I like their coach. I think, uh, I think coach Reich is a great guy, but, um, no, I think Minnesota is finally going to get their first one too. All right. 
And just so just so you know, I am watching the game. The Eagles just scored on a 34 TD pass uh, from Ooh. Jalen Hurts to number 13, Zacchaeus. <laughs> I don't even know who that is. Yeah, the 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 Bucks literally uh, rushed uh, four guys and gave J- and the line gave Jalen Hurts like 10 seconds to throw. So so yeah, he found the open receiver. Nice. So. Sorry, I am having a little. Uh, that's gonna that's gonna bug me, but I'll soldier through it. I'll stop fidgeting. I promise. I just yeah. I'm making I'm making this work, guys, because uh, I'm a showman. The show must go on. <laughs> yes. So anyway, that's uh, that's our first two picks. Now, Dan and I were really scratching our heads on this one as to why the Dolphins are an underdog in this game. They're not an underdog by much. I will say that, but. I think the close games that they had with Buffalo last year in Buffalo, they're coming off the 70 to 20 beatdown. I don't know, man. I just, I think Miami just keeps rolling They're especially when they look at the freaking money line and say, we're underdogs to this team. The bills, the ones that lost the jets in the home in, in, in the opening you know week of the season, that Miami defense, I think, I think they're playing well, and Mike McDaniel's, I think, is going to be well prepared for Sean McDermott's defense. And will it be seventy to twenty? No, it'll probably be much closer than that. But we think the Dolphins come up on top as plus one twenty underdogs. Vic Fangio is the reason that they're going to win this game. Vic Fangio probably circled this game on his calendar. He wants to really, really mess with Josh Allen. I think Josh Allen went, I mean, as of late, like put in a big spot. I mean, he he's thrown the most picks since he got drafted. Like, I mean, yes, he was really terrible his rookie year, but I don't know. In a big spot like this, like, yeah, it's a one o'clock game, but a big division spot like this against a Vic Fangio scheme. I, I don't see why I don't understand why the Dolphins are underdogs in this. I I think I mean it's not it's not big. I mean it's probably like if we were to I don't know what the point spread was, but it's probably like a three a three and a half point point spread, which pretty much means it's an it's an even uh thing. You get three points for being at home usually in an even. Oh, I got the spread right here. Uh, Miami, Miami plus 2.5 Buffalo minus 2.5. That's how close it is. That's how close it is. And we believe Miami will come up on top. I don't like taking points for that reason, because I I would hate to try and figure which one's going to cover and which one's not going to cover. So we just like picking winners. We think the Miami Dolphins are going to go in the Buffalo. It's a one o'clock game and it's, it's still in September, I believe, right? I mean that it'll it'll still it's be September. October first. Oh, it's October first. You know, I think Miami will be able to handle the weather in Buffalo. Oh, it I should be warm. It'll be warm. It it should be warm enough for Miami to to pull off the upset. So yeah, that's, no, this is not. They got lucky. They're not going into Buffalo in December. Yeah. So so anyway, next we have Falcons at Jags. But guess what? This is in London. Joy, oh London, eh? <laughs> yeah. And what do we know about the Jags in London? Even under Urban Meyer, they can still win in London. So the London ja- Jaguars, dude. Like, I don't. I know that they're going to be renovating Jacksonville. Like, 
So it's pretty much just a joke now. And those rumors can pretty much go away. But no, they are the London Jaguars. And I feel bad for the Falcons. Yeah, I mean, the Falcons are coming off that toughness. They didn't look good against the Lions. And I think... They have no faith in Ritter as a passer. Like, from what I saw, they have no faith in him as a passer. Yeah, they don't. They really, really don't. And, you know, they should because they have Kyle Pitts. They have... um, Drake London. Drake London. Bijan Robinson is great. Should be great in the past game. I mean, that's what he did at Texas. So they just really don't have confidence in Desmond Ritter. However, also, the Jags, I mean, they just usually always win in London. It's just what they do. They've done it for so many years. They've gone to London so many years that basically... They don't want to disappoint Sean Conn, who is British. Yeah, so it they have basically made a living of winning in London. So, and I remember, I think Blake Bortles was, while he was a the quarterback that jazz was undefeated in london oh didn't he, he had... have like a 500 passing yard game in london like yeah! some, some stupid like he turned into superman yeah the jags end up turning into the patriots when they're in london it's just <laughs> how it is so we got the jags money line over the falcons in london i don't know if i'll, I'll be at church while that game is going on but I'm gonna. Have I'll be to... sound as I'll be sound asleep. I'm not waking up at nine o'clock to watch the Jags. <laughs> <laughs> I be... yeah. I'll be following it on my phone or something like that. But I might be, be awake. But I might. I should be awake by halftime. I I usually don't sleep in. I'm usually awake somewhere between ten and eleven. So I should see most. I should be able to see most of the game honestly. <laughs> oh, and it is really raining in Tampa now. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Oh yeah, no. This, I, I just had a, I just had a massive brain fart. Like how close you are to that, and you're not. <laughs> you're on the complete opposite side. <laughs> and Baker Mayfield just threw an interception to Reed Blankenship. Oh, nice. This is about to turn its head. Anyway, hey, miracle! I just so- found, I just found my gummy earpiece. Woo! <laughs> there we go. Now I'm good. Uh, next game, Pittsburgh, right? Yes, we have Pittsburgh. Texans coming off a big win uh, in Jacksonville, coming back home to face the Steelers. I don't think the Texans Texans are going to have an answer for that Pittsburgh Steelers defensive line. And uh, T.J. Watt, uh, look for the Steelers to just, I think, beat down the Houston Texans. Oh, Kenny, P- Kenny Pickett's not even going to have to do that much. The only thing that you need to know about this game is that TJ Watt is going against, um, he's going to, is he going to line up on Laramie Tunzel's side or does he, does he line up on the right? No, yo, he lines up on the right because he completely spanked Colton McKivitz against us. So yeah, TJ Watt's not going to have any problems destroying CJ Stroud. That's all, that's all you need to know about this game. It's a very safe bet. Yes, definitely a very safe bet. And then next, we have the heavy favorites, 49ers at home against the Arizona Cardinals. Arizona Cardinals coming off the big victory at home against Dallas. I think it says more about Dallas than it does the Cardinals. And then what that allowed is the 49ers not to overlook the Cardinals because really the Cardinals have played everybody tough. They really have. But two of those were the Giants and the Commanders who – Really, none of us really had a lot of faith in coming into the season. And to go out there and kick Dallas's butt pretty much, 
uh, Dallas was just probably looking past that game, which since they did that, the 49ers won't look past uh, the Cardinals, especially uh, at home. Oh, we never, I, I would go so far as to say we never look past the Cardinals. Like they, cause they've gone, we've gone to the wire with them. It's a division game. Like the only time just last year was the only time that we like fully dominated the Cardinals in quite a while, honestly, like uh, I hope we have a game like uh, our Mexico city game last year where we did beat the crap out of them, but no, they got some spirit to them. Um, not Steichen. What's the what's their coaches? Um, Gannon, Jonathan Gannon. Something's yeah. work. Something's working with. Um, something's working. Gannon's getting them motivated. Like it's not they. They're definitely not playing like they're tanking. So I, no, they which is not surprising. Say. Which is really surprising because they're out there giving tough times with Josh Dobbs at quarterback. Like dude, credit for credits due. I watched a lot of that game. Like he really didn't play bad. The the numbers don't look great, but he's not putting he's not the reason that they lose. Like when yeah. they have lost, he's not a bad quarterback. I mean he's not a bad backup going out there and just trying to win games. And they got nothing they to lose. And that's a scary opponent. Someone that's got nothing to lose. I mean I think we're still gonna win, but no, the Cardinals are I get that everybody is assuming that the Niners are going to win. Just uh, what's the spread on that game? Like I'm gonna, I'm gonna pull. I don't, up. I don't think uh, Kyle is overlooking the Cardinals in a division game. No, no, that's a good, that's a good rule in general for people that are betting in general. Division games don't trust. It's, it's a 14 point spread. Okay, I wouldn't I, take that spread. I no, definitely wouldn't don't. take that spread. Do not but, take that spread. No, but definitely look for the for the 49ers to win and go to four and out. Yeah, I don't take that spread. We're going to win, though. Um, anyway, what's the what's our last game, even though it's right there in front of us? <laughs> yes. And the last game, the Chiefs uh, heavy favorite against uh, the New York Jets. Jets just don't look like they can do anything on offense. Um, it's the offense's fault that they're going to lose this game. Let's just put, let's just call it what it is. The offense is why the jets are going to lose this game. Yeah. uh, Zach Wilson just doesn't look like a number two overall pick. Was he number two? I believe so. Yeah. I thought he was third for some reason. I mean, not that it matters, but, um, but yeah, he doesn't look like a first round top 10 draft pick. Yeah. No, he's, it's incredible to me that Josh Dobbs, Brock Purdy, uh, hell, the quarterbacks that got drafted this year, uh, Anthony and CJ. I'm trying to think of other quarterbacks that just got thrown into it. Um, hell, Mike White in that beatdown. Um, yeah, it was technically garbage time, but how how hard is it? to be a quarterback when you were that talented at BYU. What is not clicking? I since I'm not even trying to sound like an ass when I ask this, like just what is not clicking for him? I'm really concerned. Like why, why, what is his big roadblock? Like, is it a, a, a confidence thing? Is he overthinking too much? Like Justin Fields, Justin Fields looks better than him. Like what is, what is wrong with, Wilson, why does he suck? <laughs> I know. I guess he's. I guess he's too busy dealing with milfs, right? That just seems to be like what he's <laughs> concerned about. Like it's a, like. 
I was not expecting you to say that. That was really, <laughs> that was really funny. I... <laughs> like seriously, like that, oh my I god, mean... that that caught me off guard. That was really funny. <laughs> so I think I think that's Zach Wilson's problem. He, he he's you know. I just I do feel bad for him. Like, and I feel bad for Jets fans in general. Like, what what a terrible hand you got dealt. You traded all this. You took on money. Aaron Rodgers willingly took a pay cut too and the football gods took him away in four plays like we haven't really talked about that on the show except you saw me react to it live but the fallout we haven't talked about that just sucks to be a jets fan dude like uh, it's their curse that that's how the, the, this is the curse of joe namath because there's a theory theory and people have said that Joe Namath sold his soul to the devil to beat the Colts in Super Bowl three. Like, I believe it. I mean, just the Jets have been snake bitten. It doesn't matter who they have at quarterback. They have had Boomer Esiason, who was arguably a Hall of Famer at quarterback. Oh, amazing. Didn't win, didn't win a Super Bowl. They had Ken O'Brien, who was a pretty decent quarterback if they could have just built a team around him or gotten some other good players. But yeah, Ken O'Brien didn't lead them anywhere. They got uh, close. They got close with Captain Butt Fumble. They made it to two AFC championships in a row. Not because of their quarterback, though. <laughs> not I'm just because not because of Mark Sanchez. They got there because of their defense. They got there they, in spite of him. <laughs> yes, they've been. They have been so inept at quarterback. Even I mean, they had Brett Favre. They had Brett Favre for a whole entire season. And, and what they had like six wins that year or something like that? No, they went ten and six, I believe. They went ten and six and missed the missed the playoffs in a really tough division, actually, because I think it was Miami who won that division at eleven and five. Patriots were eleven and five behind Matt Castle, and the Jets were at ten and six. So they played in a really tough division, but they literally had the best quarterback in the division that year, and they still couldn't get to the playoffs. Brian Fitzpatrick literally had the playoffs in his hands and it was a win and in against Buffalo and he threw three picks and that cost him the playoffs. I remember that year. Like, I don't know. That's just, I feel bad for Jets fans. Not to belabor this too long, but uh, but yeah. Yes. Chiefs are going to win this game. What else do we need to say about it? (laughs) Yes, for sure. And we all have to suffer on Sunday night football for it. Yes. And so... Right now, guys, it's Friday, and that is Indiana Dan and Jimmy B's uh, Moneyline Parlay. Yes, and I'll go Mm -hmm. ahead and remind you all. (laughs) Sorry, that buzz buzz gets me every time. (laughs) I'll go ahead and remind everybody who is sponsoring this episode as well with every episode of our show, Mm royalretros.com. royalretros.com is where you can go to get your authentic throwback jersey. Not just football. They got basketball, baseball. Uh, maybe soccer. I actually don't know about soccer. Don't quote me on that. But they ca- they got you covered uh, for all your major sports. Uh, if you want to stand out in the crowd or reminisce on the glory days when your team might have been better when they are now, uh, go there, get yourself a jersey, and use our promo code Shady Sports. Use that in the checkout, and you'll get ten percent off of your entire order. Um, <laughs> that's RoyalRetros.com to get yourself an authentic throwback jersey and ten percent off your whole order with the promo code Shady Sports. Go to royalretros.com and get yourself an authentic throwback jersey today, James. All right, guys. As you know, as we talked on Wednesday episode, uh, 
we have a lot of owners that are in the news for various reasons and they're just not living up to the standards that the NFL says they, they should be living up to. Uh, we all know if a player did something in the news that was awful, horrible, we know about it a day later as reported by the NFL. But we've had a couple of owners that we've talked about on the previous shows that the NFL knew for quite some time and never reported it. They waited till independent agencies reported us. Basically, don't ask, don't tell is the NFL's motto on owner accountability. So that's why we have the ticker down at the bottom. Owner standards are less than player standards. Hashtag owner accountability. And we are trying to make that go viral. So go to our pin tweet, retweet it. And to show that we put our money where our mouth is, we are selling our own merchandise to uh, raise money for a Kentucky crisis center. And the reason why we're choosing Kentucky is because the Texans minority owner has been charged with some very, very serious sexual crimes in Kentucky. So we want to help that community out with their causes. So we are sending the money to a Kentucky crisis center there. That t-shirt you see right there, 2299 is the statement that we are trying to make owner standards are less than player standards, hashtag owner accountability, all different colors, all different styles, starting at 2299. The next shirt that we have is the owner's standoff shirt. Uh, we had this for the Dan Snyder campaign. We are rebringing it back for uh, this campaign. Uh, get a cool T-shirt. Donate to charity. Twenty-two ninety-nine starts at uh, the premium tees, and you can get it in a pullover hoodie and a crew neck sweatshirt as well. All different sizes. Next, we have our podcast logo art. Uh, basically, you'll find this on uh, Spotify or Apple Music. When you download our podcast, you will see. That we are this logo there. Once again, t-shirts start at $22.99 and get it in all different styles. Uh, this is our Niner Nuts alternate logo. Uh, basically, this is what I have on a t-shirt. I love it. Um, very stylish. $22.99 gets you that in all different colors uh, on a t-shirt. Or you can have it in a pullover hoodie, crew neck sweatshirt, youth long sleeve tee uh, if you want to. And then finally... How can you say no to our mascot, a peanut, eating peanuts, uh, watching and cheering for his 49ers? That is our official Niner Nut mascot. $22.99 starts at tees, and you can get them in different thing, different styles as well. Dan, anything going on in the news? Oh, sorry. Go to <laughs> go to bonfire.com store Niner Nuts Apparel or just Google Niner Nuts Apparel bonfire and it's the first thing that comes up order those shirts today donate to a kentucky crisis center uh yes there's some things that are bigger than football and this is just our little our little contribution to bringing awareness to to things of that nature that as great as football is bringing people together we also need to hold each other accountable when uh when it calls for it um the <laughs> the only thing going on in the news is um Nick Chubb didn't blow out his knee. I think that's worth celebrating, thank God, because that looked absolutely terrible. It looked terrible. Uh, and we are taping on the 25th. Uh, the Eagles are up on the Bucks, and it's just about to be halftime, so that's a good time for us to stop. And then uh, the Rams, halfway through the first, are up 3-0 on the Bengals. And is Joe Burrow playing? Yes, he is. I'm, I'm impressed because 
his mobility is kind of shot with that calf pull. So I'm very surprised he's playing. But, I mean, leader's going to lead. I mean, kudos to him. Hopefully he doesn't cost him the game. Well, yeah. I mean, the Bengals started started out slow last season. They ended up in the AFC Championship game. Uh, so I'm, I'm still not worried about the Bengals. I think the, Ram, were... the Rams aren't pushovers, though. I hope they didn't overlook them. Yeah, but they're... The Rams don't know what's going on. They're I don't know. I'm I'm actually which ooh. I'll have to see. I might I might split screen them. I don't know. Because I really I'm not gonna lie, I really, really like Puka. <laughs> <laughs> Puka's Puka's awesome. He's a really, really good receiver. And when Matthew Stafford has anointed you the number one receiver, yeah, he's gonna pepper the crap out of you with opportunities, man. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, that's all I got. Other than uh, just a reminder that in uh, two days on October 1st, pay your rent. And then at 4.30, uh, we're hosting the Arizona Cardinals uh, to division game. Uh, the Cardinals are fresh off their win against the Cowboys. We want to go 4-0. Uh, it's going to be a good one. I It's going to be a good game. I can't wait. Uh, we're not going to have Kevin. I don't think we're the game of the week. I, I'd be shocked if we were the game of the week. But, but yeah, no, it should be a great game. I can't wait. With that being said, guys, outro music, River Road, Justin Muth. See you Monday. Beat the Cardinals. River Road, you got me running way back home. River Road, you got me running all night long. You got me singing some canal boat song. River Road, River Road, you got me running all night long. River Road. Where have all the women gone? Have they kissed her hand and waved you bye-bye? Have they thought about crossing your double yellow lines? River Road, they love the way you whine and cry.